So this is not necessarily anything that's pretty unknown. I mean, a lot of people know about it, but one of the reasons why I wanted to cover this was not so much the poem itself, which I won't be putting up on the screen or I won't be reciting for the simple fact that for those who do believe in this kind of stuff, I don't want to encourage it. Um, but at the same time, what I want to cover here more specifically has to do with the fact that there may be a connection between spirituality and the meaning that spirituality gives to words. Now, you might say, okay, what are you talking about? What I'm talking about is a poem, for those of you who don't know, called Tomino's Hell. Now, again, just saying the name, you might Google it and you'll find it. So again, I can't stop you from looking at it or looking for it. But what I'm going to do is propose a concept that has been applied in the past to other ancient and esoteric books and writings and things like that. So let's get into it. So Tomino's Hell, according to creepypasta.fandom.com, and by the way, it's been covered on Creepypasta before, which is pretty cool. And I quote, this is a popular Japanese story. It is a, about a poem called Tomino's Hell. They say that you should only read it in your mind and never out loud. If you were to read it out loud, then you must take responsibility for your actions. Now, Tomino's Hell is written by Yamota Inuhiku in a book called The Heart is Like a Rolling Stone and was included in Saizo Yako's 27th collection of poems in 1919. It's not sure how this rumor started, but there's only a warning that if you read this poem out loud, tragic things will happen. It just looks like a curse. It asks to not compare this with the common you'll grow taller or even my parents died. Do you get a sense of how dangerous this is? Question mark. The story used to be very popular in 2chan, it seems to be saying, and there were many people taking pictures and videos as proof and posting them on 2chan or 2CH. There were many users that said nothing happened, but there were also many posts that didn't have the user come back to post the results. I think it's scarier than someone posting that someone else got sick or that someone else passed away. But if you were to read it out loud, it's better to read it in Japanese rather than the English translation. End quote. Okay, so there's a lot to break down there. First off, what we have to understand is that this is a poem, right? And people who don't believe in this stuff, they may laugh at it. But then again, the people who laugh at it, some of them are the same people who believe in things like the Bible or believe in books like um, ancient esoteric books that believe that they believe can summon spirits and things like that. So what I'm trying to say here is I'm not trying to bash the people that are religious but don't believe in this poem. What The point I'm just trying to make is that you have to be consistent with your belief that spirituality may in fact bring meanings to some of the words that are written or said. Now, how that would work, I don't know. But if we were to look at it from a bit of a scientific perspective, we've spoken about in the past that everything is energy and that everything is bonded by vibrational energy that is so tightly intertwined that at least with even the most technologically advanced microscopic scope, we can't even see right now. Maybe we will in the future, but, I, but right now we can't. So the, the idea is that these vibrational strings or brains, B-R-A-N-E-S, or bondages somehow have this this ability to manifest themselves through the thought and usage of human prayer so it seems like there actually which is interesting there needs to be a consciousness that gives 
power to these words. And so what I mean by that is this. You might say, okay, Dave, what the hell are you talking about? But if an animal, not just a human consciousness, but if an animal was able to read this poem, it may in fact have the ability to give spiritual capabilities to these words. And I say that because it's been proven on a very basic level scientifically that electromagnetic frequency waves in the air substantially increase when people are praying, right? So what is praying? It's reciting a set of words that have been known to be associated with religious belief. And so the concept here may not so much be the words, although it might be, but it might be the fact that whenever a human being or a, any being with consciousness, an animal, anything like that, gives focus towards something, it puts out this thought, I guess you could say into the universe, and it manifests into a possible reality. Now, I also want to make very clear that it's not always the case that people have died or people around them have died within a relatively close amount of time of them reciting this poem out loud. But in, in, the, in the smaller cases, people have gotten seriously injured or very traumatic events have happened to them within the time frame of this occurring. Now, again, according to creepypasta.fandom.com, one, the, the gentleman who wrote this particular paragraph that I cited and quoted is making a good point in the sense that people who did not, who said they read it out loud and said they would get back to everybody within this these forums of what happened to them. Some of them didn't even respond back. It's kind of creepy because you, you, you think about it from a logical point of view and you say, okay, listen, if nothing happened, why didn't they just come back in a week or two and make a quick post? Hey guys, nothing happened. Right? Some people, it might have creeped them out so much that they wanted nothing to do with it ever again. Or they might have still been dealing with some type of very sad, unfortunate, tragic incident after this poem now you could say yes it, sometimes things are coincidental absolutely i think coincidences happen all the time but at the same time we need to look at the other side of it there comes a point where we need to draw a line and say wait a minute this is not a coincidence this is not something that we just kind of fumbled over and we need to be very serious about that and we need to take that seriously because the same people who idolize and look up to many major religions may shoot down these possible things and they what i think a lot of people need to understand and i think a lot of people are waking up but others aren't is that religion is only as powerful as you give meaning to it and so what is religion when you ultimately break it down to its core and its foundation religion is many different things a belief in an ideology a belief in some people would argue just a fairy tale or a story or a belief that human consciousness has been raised in some individuals, like, for example, I guess Jesus, and he may in fact have had such an elevated consciousness that he was able to do the things that the Bible says. So ultimately, we don't know. But to say that a phrase or a set of words is cursed or something might happen if you speak it out loud, I don't, I, I don't think that's unrealistic per se. I think in a lot of ways, it's science that we don't yet understand or we can't explain. And this ties in directly with other paranormal instances. There's too many coincidences that go on in a supernatural fashion to just say that they're coincidences. So I subscribe to the ideology personally. And I'm saying this because I'm trying to relate to you guys that I believe 
if you give enough thought to something, your mind looks and points it out consciously or subconsciously. So if you wake up in the morning and you're a very negative person and you say, oh, today's going to suck, your mind will subconsciously look for things and point things out to your consciousness while you're going about your day and point out negative things because you woke up in the morning with that type of attitude. And so that's not really putting something out into the universe as much as it is your subconscious pointing things out. But I think that for people who have played the Ouija board, and I've spoken to a handful of people who have played the Ouija board who don't believe in spirituality or religion whatsoever. They believe in having good values, but they don't necessarily believe in the religious aspect of it. Who have told me directly, they say, Dave, we don't believe in any of this stuff, but we got to tell you, the person I was playing the Ouija board with wasn't moving the thing either. And it was moving on its own when we asked the questions. Those are the same people... And I'm not trying to put them in a certain category because I have a lot of respect for both perspectives. But those are the same people that will play that, say that, that believe heavily in science, but not religion, which is fine, or spirituality, because there's a difference between religion and spirituality. But they'll play these things, say that they did not move it and know for a fact their friend didn't move it, not know what to think of it. Because again, because of the fact that they don't believe in spirituality or that the vibrational thought of things or the vibrational manifestation of things will come back and say, ah, oh, this poem is BS. Maybe it's BS and maybe it isn't, but we have to consider these things. And I want to make something clear too. And this applies to the entire show guys. And I want to say this very carefully. When I say we have to consider things, I'm not saying we have to believe them. There's a big difference. We have to take everything with a grain of salt, but then we also have to push our thought process beyond that. So I'm not trying to enforce some type of agenda here. I'm trying to lay it out on the table and make it nice and organized and break it down one by one. And I try to find the connections where they line up. And if I, there's been a lot of cases where I've done many episodes where I've tried to find connections between different things and it just didn't add up. So I don't do an episode on it because I'm not going to BS you guys. But at the same time, this case here, I would dare to propose that there is a legitimate connection. So we know for a fact there's many esoteric books that have been known to summon spirits, whether good or bad, mostly bad, it seems to be, at least based on whistleblower accounts and things like that. And we have to take into fact that this poem, this set of words, may a curse may have been placed on it. Some type of curse or a hex or something of the sort. Now, you may say, okay, how can you explain these curses and hexes? Because if I, for example, if I take this a blank sheet of paper, if I take this blank sheet of paper and I write just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo words on it, it's not going to mean anything. But if I then apply spirituality, either in a good way or in a bad way, to then be cast onto these words, you're either going to have more of a positive type of aura around the words, and not just on this paper, but whenever they're written, word for word, though, they have to be word for word, or you can cast a negative sort of, I guess you could say, vibrational spell. And I, I, I'm hesitant to say the word spell because I don't know everything about occultism and magic and things like that, and I don't pretend to know. But what I try to do is tie in the scientific aspect of things into things like this poem. And so I think that when you apply your consciousness and give it energy 
and give it some of the energy that manifests through your body and your soul to these types of words, you can create a very good thing or you can create a very bad thing. And I've done an episode recently on this when uh, when I to- talked about the all the TVs in America shutting off for 25 seconds and people hearing voices coming out of this television. It could have been spiritual. It could have been a, an experiment that went wrong. It could have been an experiment that went right. And it could have also been an experiment that m- allowed different beings to manifest themselves into this realm that we can now see or hear. Because again, and I hate to sound like a... a Like I'm reciting verbal diarrhea or I'm regurgitating the same thing over and over again. But remember, the human body and the human senses and the human mind, at least from within this perspective that we know now, or this locked part of our brain or mindset, so to speak, can only see, hear, and feel within certain ranges of frequencies and vibrations. What about the things outside of that? And so it gives the ideology and it gives... At, at the very least, it gives purpose into believing and subscribing to the concept that a negative enough focus of energy could be placed on words of any kind or images to then propel it into becoming something more negative that therefore disrupts the balance in a cosmic sense but nonetheless remains negative or positive because that is what it is. It's the fundamental part of the universe that regardless if a balance is disrupted, the universe will find other ways to correct itself. But as of right now, negative energy has been cast onto, in this case, this poem, and there you have it. So again, I I don't mean to sound extremely spiritual, but at the same time, I don't mean to sound skeptical either because when science concludes or comes close to being able to conclude that vibrations are everything and that intuition and energy is just another form and spirituality is another form of science we cannot yet explain, it opens your eyes to a lot of things. It really does. So please let me know what you guys think because again, I I can go through so many different uh, scenarios where people have gotten hurt or things have happened to them, but I don't want to do that. I I don't want to just talk about bad stories and things that happen. I want to talk about what can help manifest these set of words or images or anything or even objects to have a negative entity or a negative aura surrounding it. So let me know what you guys think and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.